0: Documentary. <laughs> See that? That's ASMR. That's me sipping on a, sipping on a tea.
1: Yeah, we're we we're, we're switching lanes.
0: We're switching lanes. This is, it is this? scratching oh, the God. microphone. No, no. This is ASMR cast now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're recording. Oh, great. <laughs> and I'm your host, Olivia Hydar. <laughs> I'm not doing that bit anymore. Sorry, guys. Not going to roll with it.
0: We have production value, Olivia. We could do whatever we want for any intro. Oh, yeah. We... I can add in noise that makes it sound like we're in Middle Earth.
1: Oh, good. Don't.
0: We could do the shoot her thing from Jurassic Park.
1: Shoot her. Yeah. We could do
0: whatever we want with these intros. Our that's, possibilities that's are limitless.
1: But we do, I mean, but we also have a great theme song. So, yeah. That's key.
0: How this tea steep for too long?
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. It's
0: a great tragedy to me. Yeah.
1: This is a great start to a podcast. It is a
0: great start to the podcast because I'm here being the idea man and you're shooting me down.
1: <laughs> yeah. My idea is, oh, I oversteep this tea. That's the first segment. Segment off the table.
0: Segment off the table. Over-steeped tea. Oversteeped. Tea. Next one elaborate interview, it, yeah, intros, not just soundscapes. We're actually yeah. doing them.
1: ASR, off the table. All right, we're done. All no right. ASR. elaborate ASMR. intros. Uh, I don't have any elaborate intros. I'm done. I'm, all right, I'm moving on. I don't, I don't have anything. I didn't prepare. All
0: right, what's I'm next? I'm not an happen?
1: improviser.
0: The secretary is only here. First of all, I'm not an improviser, and I'm insulted you would ever call me that. Second of all. Uh, here,
1: Yet yeah, here you are,
0: is asking
1: problem. to do lots of improv... Impro- Imp-
0: this is life. This is
1: why I don't do improv. This
0: is real life, and we only have the secretary and the intern for another four hours. So what else is on the docket, Olivia? God,
1: yes, and I,
0: I put us, i I put us in a business meeting. Yeah, no, we, we, we gotta, we're in
1: a. You, you've clearly established a, a, place and a time.
0: I cannot tell it. Out of every project I have in my life, there is not one that I come in as hot. The second you you've set me in front of you, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like a ch- either it's a chemical reaction or it's a pheromone yeah. thing. But I have this thing I'm now calling Olivia energy.
1: You, <laughs> <laughs> well, you, yeah, it's it's fine. No, I dig it.
0: <laughs> you're the booze to my drunken boxing.
1: Oh, hey, there you go. I
0: didn't need to pound the table, but I meant it. That's
1: a good set segue into. Our new mini series.
0: Yay! Yay! You
1: remember that we do mini series? We kind of do mini series. This mini
0: series, we're talking about bits.
1: Yeah. This is a this is the bit mini series. Uh, we're gonna have all sorts of different bits, including bits about having bits. That's gonna yeah. be our main bit. Is that we've got bits and content. Yes. Yeah. We we are producing content. I think that's undeniable.
0: And you know who made a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Jackie Chan! No, I re- Content maker.
1: I refuse. I refuse. I refuse to put that moniker on <laughs> the great Mister Jackie Chan, the one of like one of the all time legends. One
0: of the all time legends. Let me just before we dive into it, really quick, say yeah. Since I've just gotten weirder. Yeah. More of my friends, not, like, organic listeners, but, like, people that know me have started listening. Hey. Uh, Hello. So, hey, guys. uh, If this is a mental health check, I'm fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely not. Every episode is a cry for help, anyway.
0: We're in danger. And you know who's in danger? Anyone going up against Jackie Chan.
1: Uh, Hey, hey, ho, ho. Yeah, that's that's true, um, <laughs> Mr. Jackie Chan. Oh my God, what's going on now? You just spilled some tea on your boob. Okay.
0: <laughs> I tried to put it in my mouth, and I literally nodded in excitement about the Jackie Chan thing, and then just missed my mouth by two inches. Yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, uh, actually, he's very safe, and so is his stunt team. Uh, in yeah. In terms of like what they're doing.
1: Totally. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing about Jackie Chan. So yeah. Uh, does anyone not know Jackie Chan? Do I have to like give an introduction of who Jackie Chan is? <laughs> Amazing Chinese actor, uh, martial artist, uh, and choreographer. He also has directed a bunch of his most famous movies. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, Jackie Chan, great guy. Like, just seems like the nicest dude. Yeah. As long as you're not like fucking up a stunt. For for him, yeah, he's he gets kind of pissy when that happens. He's a he's a noted perfectionist,
0: which makes sense. It's it's one of those things where it's like, God damn it, I can't even say this director's name. Anyways, uh, it's like directors that are notoriously difficult to work with, but it's like you want a safe environment and a rigid structure, right? Um, yeah, yeah.
1: There's a lot of there's a lot of those guys, but uh, but it's interesting that. Jackie's usually coming from it from the choreographer yeah. standpoint, <clears throat> where he's very, and and it makes sense because, you know, he comes from the Hong Kong film uh, scene where budgets are limited. They're tight. Uh, very tight. Sets are, sets are limited, and where uh, you have to make sure that you're getting all of your choreography right uh, in order to get it done in as few takes as possible. Yeah. And they're doing these long uh, takes, as you should do in martial arts movies. Yeah. Uh, you got to have a nice long take of someone doing cool stuff.
0: He's like the Gene Kelly of the martial arts he, world.
1: Yeah, he definitely has. Uh, he has that dancer energy. I believe. He, I believe he studied uh, opera uh, uh, in in China. A lot of the martial arts stars are people who came up studying theater and. and and opera, yeah, and so uh, the martial artists have this dancer's sense of timing as well, yeah, and uh, that really shows with uh, Jackie Chan and how he choreographs his fights.
0: One of the things that, because one of the things that separates Jackie Chan from just like any martial artist, <laughs> uh, is, and this you see across the board with singers, dancers, and fighters, the ability to portray. Character mm-hmm. growth, yes. Uh, performance, yeah. Into a non-speaking movement. Um, this is why, in like Gene Kelly movies, you can see him dancing at someone right. in a way that maybe feels like more of like, oh, this is a fight. Oh, this is his character angry. Yeah. yeah. Um. Or when it comes to like singing, whether it's like just someone singing off key to be funny, or Maya Rudolph singing as a character would sing, right. And with Jackie Chan, we see that with fighting, where it's not just he's fighting an opponent; he's fighting an opponent, but in his head and in his face and in his movements, he still manages to portray a character and that character's story. Right, and that's what sets him, I think, apart from just a just any martial artist. Yeah, movie.
1: well, and I mean, there are other martial artists who are good at that, and like, and I would say that that's a big thing that separates uh, martial arts movies, you know, kung fu movies, mm-hmm. and these sorts of things separates them from the types of fighting that you would see in an American action film yeah. uh, where it's in America, when there's a hand to hand fight scene, most of the time the directors are trying to convey action through editing. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll have the actors moving here, around here. Exactly. But the fight scenes are very choppily and kinetically edited to hide the fact that the choreography itself isn't that intricate and isn't that well performed because it's not a bunch of people who are professional choreographers. This
0: is why everyone lost their minds over John Wick or the fights exactly. in Kingsman because yes. it's a marriage of good editing and good choreography.
1: Great choreography plus Keanu Reeves, who is a tremendous physical actor,
0: tremendous physical actor, like
1: one of the one of the greats working now.
0: As someone who's finally seen The Matrix, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and
1: The Matrix has has similar things, and yeah. you can tell that the Wachowskis were working from a uh, frame, like, of of the kung fu movies that they grew up
0: on. Yeah, because it wasn't what you see in American ones, where it's uh, just a fight for the sake of a fight, or the villains are kind of faceless. You get a lot of really good moments on someone's face. Yes. You get a lot of really good moments on someone assessing the battle in front of them. Right. And we don't really get a ton of that here.
1: Oh, no. And especially if you compare... Like, if you compare... I mean, not even Jackie Chan. I mean, I, I, like, since we're talking about Jackie Chan, I'll say it even though it's completely unfair to the, these other films. But, like, if you can compare a Jackie Chan movie, <clears throat> literally any Jackie Chan movie, to, like, to any, get like, the best Marvel movie. Take the best Marvel fight scene that you can think of, and you can tell that it, it, there's just, it's lacking. It's just pageantry. There's no character in these actions. One. You don't learn anything about the people. Just one. Uh, which one? Because I would have, I might have a different one.
0: This isn't. You're learning everything about everyone, but this is similar to a Jackie Chan movie where it's one character growing. When it's just like a a lot of like train fighters, almost like the crazy eighty eights in um, uh, Kill Bill. Uh-huh. It's the elevator scene in Winter Soldier.
1: That's a very good fight.
0: It's a long cut. There's it is. A kind of There's a little bit of impossible camera. Yeah. When you get some of the above. I don't have that much uh, of a problem
1: with that. Yeah, uh, but it's
0: from beginning to end of what anybody like to step out. to I would and after, say it's a character turn because this is after he's learned everything. All yeah, at once. but no,
1: nothing, ha- nothing changes within his character in the fight. That's the difference. Oh, it does. Well, no, because he's already ch- made the change going mm-hmm. into the fight. Like, he's realized, oh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. shield are the bad guys. That means these guys okay. are bad guys. Point. And so I'm going to fight these... Like, you get the... Like, don't get me wrong. I like yeah. that fight. And I think that the... I especially love that moment of if anyone wants to get out. Like, that's yeah. one of the greatest moments in the Marvel movies. Uh, but I just really feel like it's just a fight. Like, it... it the choreography is pretty good. I think that, I think you're right. And that is one of the best hand to hand fight scenes Mm -hmm. in the Marvel universe. Uh, But yeah, like, but if you imagine what, how, you know, if you think about it in comparison to uh, a fight in similar fight in today's movie where Jackie and uh, Master Fu are fighting under the train in the very beginning, where it's they're both very confined things, mm-hmm. but through the fight you are learning about who Fei Hung is and what kind of person he is. Like you see, oh, he's an improviser. Oh, he you know he changes uh, his tactics. He gets offended by mm-hmm. the insults. He's and that makes him change his tactics during the fight. Like these are the things that are missing yeah. from from the from especially the bigger bigger budget. Yeah. Mainstream fights. Well,
0: especially with Drunken Master, one of the brilliant things about Drunken Master is how much some of these fight scenes become exposition.
1: Definitely, yeah. At
0: the same time. 100 yeah. uh, To where it speeds things along, and you're learning as you're going, as opposed to, like, fight scene, stop, yeah. and then we learn some things. And then fight scene, and then stop, and then we learn some things. And even
1: the non-fight scenes have a balletic... Uh, Dance kind of choreography to them, especially when it concerns uh, Jackie Chan's stepmom in this movie, Holy uh, who's shit. one of the be- best characters. So okay, uh, there's so much
0: i I don't want to. Do I don't want to
1: keep it's 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 shitty for me to keep ragging on. I don't want to keep ragging on like oh, modern yeah. blockbusters. Oh no, or I'm just saying,
0: I think it's done
1: really well, but on like this. Uh, yeah, I mean, this movie is just so incredible. So we'll uh, we'll talk about. Uh, let's start with the plot. So the, yeah. the the basic plot is it's this. It's a, it's kind of an episodic thing where we're where we're kind of just following the misadventures of Wong Fei Hung, uh, who's Jackie Chan's character, sure. and with his, and you know he's got his dad, who's kind of this stodgy businessman type who runs a uh, a doctor's office and a martial arts.
0: You're school. Bob Belcher. Yeah,
1: he's very Bob Belcher. You pointed that it's a great call, uh, and. Uh, then, like, their assistant, Cho, and then his stepmom. And it's set at the beginning of the 20th century, early 1900s, uh, when uh, British colonialism, like, you know, was rampant in uh, China. Yeah. And uh, British people were just plundering China for whatever valuables that they could find.
0: And with any situation of um, occupation, there's always... The citizens that find it safer to turn over to the other side immediately.
1: Yep, yep. That's a, and that's like a weird... This movie is like... It's hard to say that it's political because it is pretty much a straight up kung fu movie. Yeah. Like it is just like... It, like this, The plot is an excuse to go from fight scene to fight scene. Yeah. But it's interesting that the plot that they've chosen to do is this story of uh british uh, colonists who are and capitalists who are taking these valuable national treasures and hoarding them away and keeping them from the people and uh and and exploiting the steel workers and do you know doing all of these terrible things uh i think that's not a you know an accident that that's Mm. the plot like there's even though it's not an overtly political thing there are political messages that you could be read into it which i one of the things i think makes it so interesting
0: yeah i i really dug it because it kind of it almost had that like indiana jones this belongs in a museum a little bit at the end yeah
1: like it kind of gets into that and like uh so yeah so it starts off with they're trying the uh they're they've gone on this trip to get uh ginseng Mm -hmm. Uh, and other herbs, you know.
0: Ordered by clients. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. They're they're going to pick up these orders, and they've got to go through customs, uh, the British customs, and they don't want to pay for the ginseng, and so they hide the ginseng in some rich guy's uh, briefcase, this British consul's briefcase, who his bags don't have to be searched because he's British, and uh, (laughs) they... and yeah, and, and when they uh, when they board the train, uh, Fei Hong and Cho go off to retrieve the ginseng from the briefcase. Mm. They use this great diversion where they uh, throw a bunch of ducks through the rich people's car on the train.
0: Ducks everywhere.
1: So funny. Uh, and when he gets to the rear of the train. Uh, he sees a guy take what looks like his ginseng. It's wrapped in the exact same yellow cloth. Uh, and then that sets into play. Like, they have a big fight. It's hard to, like, the fight scenes are the thing, weirdly the things that we're probably will talk about the least just because it's just like, yeah, this cool shit happens. Yeah, they fight, and it's awesome. <laughs> like, what else, are we, what else do we, what else do how do we talk about a, fights on a podcast? Yeah. You know, like... Well,
0: the I talk about <laughs> no, but, but I mean, really, yes. Uh,
1: it's great. Yeah, he, he fights him. He's got a sword and versus a spear under the train, which is a tremendous fight. This is what I was referencing earlier. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he gets away, and he calls Jackie Chan a traitor, uh, and that pisses him off, and so he chases him. Uh, and then they have a little fight, for Kung Fu, you know, they have a little Kung Fu fight where he shows off drunken boxing for the first time. Yeah. And I love how he, Jackie is able to show the transition from his normal fighting style to drunken boxing through very slight Just physical a changes. Just the wrist
0: and the yeah. drop of a shoulder. Yeah,
1: he'll, like, curl his wrist in and, like... Change his stance and like he be, almost
0: like sways, yeah. He sways it.
1: around a little bit, becomes looser, and you just immediately, even without him talking about it, in the middle of a fight, if he switches to drunken boxing, it's immediately noticeable
0: because he and also on both editing and directing, they held long enough on the initial switch, yeah, that it lets your brain be like, now this registers as this is going into right. drunken boxing,
1: exactly. And when he's fighting in drunken boxing, everything that he does has a really funny, uh, alcohol-related name for yeah, the moves. Nursing
0: a hangover, yeah. And, like and also like he, when he's in drunken boxing, he almost has this like smirk that he finishes yes. things with, and that drunk smile that kind of like <laughs> cool.
1: It kind of plays
0: small doses.
1: Well, yeah, and it kind of plays off like because. Because Jackie Chan, I think, aside from doing his own stunts and being a great fighter and all that, I think what one of the things he's most famous for is uh, his like he's got this great face, this great smile. Yeah, like he's such an engaging and like kind seeming person. And the character of Fei Hung is uh, on usually trying to be on the straight and narrow. He's trying to be a good guy, and he so he doesn't usually uh, like cause mischief if he can help it i mean he did hide the ginseng or whatever but that was just like a small thing that escalated because he's pushed to escalate it by the crazy people around him and yeah. like his stepmom and uh but then when he morphs into drunken boxing he like slaps on that grin and it's like oh okay so this is like a different take on the friendly jackie chan like face yeah he's like oh now i'm doing now whenever that comes out you know oh he's kind of losing control a little bit Mm -hmm. it's it's he's starting to slip because he's becoming more and more uh funny and uh outrageous
0: uh and while we're on it i love the character from the moment we meet her of the stepmom oh yeah she's so much
1: uh, yeah, she's, she's wonderful, uh, this, uh, she was a, uh, canto pop singer, uh, her name was Anina Mui, uh, who sadly passed at a very young age, she was, 40 in 2003 when she passed, very sad, uh, but she's so funny in this movie.
0: What a physical, I was telling Olivia, it took me a second to be, like, from her faces to the way she moves her body to way, the way she, like, punctuates these certain moments as someone that's very, like, capable and scheming. Right. Uh, right down to the fake crying. It, it's yeah, Lucille Ball. Uh, yes. she's 100% one hundred percent Lucille Ball.
1: Definitely, it's very much that kind of constantly scheming, manipulating, but like never in an evil way. You don't think like you never hate her. No, even it's though love
0: and self-preservation. Yeah,
1: even though she is being like she is an insane person. <laughs> like she <laughs> never stops lying ever she
0: cannot stop
1: and uh and it causes problems and like and she gets people stuck roped into her weird schemes but like but she's always charming and always really likable and i think most of that goes to uh anita Mui's uh performance she's tremendous it's really an incredible performance
0: well yeah because then also her like, the way she plays with the character of her husband, it's like, oh, they love each other, but they're deranged.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: she's constantly escalating. She's got her own little girl gang at her heels. Yes.
1: She's got her little mahjong club that is, like, this gang she can, like, snap her fingers and they follow. It's
0: like, steal from me! It's so... Like,
1: <laughs> every, and every move that she makes is so confident and calculated and just... Uh, visually striking, and ju- she just knows how to move her body in a way that is dynamic on screen. Yeah. Which is an underrated uh, ability, I think.
0: Right down to the way she, like, steps up to someone's side. Yeah. Um, where it's just like the, yeah, get that guy. Like, even just the way she closes space between her and someone else. You yeah. can tell what the relationship is. Definitely. The way she steps to Jackie Chan, it's very like maternal but bossy. The way she steps to her husband, it's very just like, I'm making myself small so yeah. you're nice to me.
1: Well, she conveys her not only her relationships to these people, but also... Her motivations and whatever she's doing are so clearly telegraphed to the audience, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's uh, really tremendous. Like, there, like you know, the scene later on where she catches the purse, and it's just this very single hand catching, striking out. dress flapping. It's just like very good. Uh, and uh, you know, skipping ahead, there's the moment where. She reveals that she's pregnant, maybe? It's never really clear whether she's actually pregnant or not. Who
0: knows with this woman? Who knows?
1: Could be a lie. Because she also
0: threw herself around.
1: Right, exactly. So, yeah, she she reveals that she's pregnant and then starts as a threat to her, like to try to get her husband to stop uh, being mean to Fei Hung. She's like throwing herself around and he's catching her. It's this really. Again, tremendous choreography outside of the fight scenes. Like, that's, that's where that comes from.
0: It's almost... It's almost... That fight scene and the way it becomes like a tango for a second almost represents the relationship between her and her husband. Yeah. So it's like, he knows she's going to lie, but she knows he's going to catch her. Yes. And they they have this this relationship between the two of them where it's like yeah. no matter you go where you go no matter where i go even if i hate you for it i'm going to follow you to right it.
1: and she teases and like tries to goad him <clears throat> into hitting her even though i think because she knows he won't because that's not you know yeah. it's, it's not his deal he'll beat his son but like not her uh also the ages are very funny i did want to say like
0: they're hilarious since broke them down.
1: She's like 30 years old when this movie's being made, uh, which means she's about 10 years younger than Jackie Chan. And uh, the guy playing the dad is about 10 years older than uh, Jackie Chan. So it's like uh, very close together. But uh, it, it all works as a dynamic. The actors are really great. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, uh, turns out there's been a swap, a switcheroo. The ginseng, oh, no. uh, uh, Master Fu, uh, the, the rebel, has been left with uh, the ginseng while Jackie has the priceless jade statue, uh, and that leads to a lot of shenanigans where they try to pass off various things as ginseng to the customer uh, once they get back home, uh, including a uh, mm-hmm. radish, giant radish, uh, and... Uh, well and then they eventually land on a bonsai route, uh, which ends 300 up... three
0: hundred year old bonsai. Route. Yeah, which
1: if, ends up poisoning the guy. Spoiler yep. alert!
0: <laughs> Thankfully, he didn't brew the whole thing, or he would have died. Yes, because uh,
1: uh, apparently he they've been having uh, money troubles at the at the at the place. It's it's unclear of what establishment it is because it it seems like they study martial arts there.
0: It's a. Drunken boxing school.
1: It's like a dojo apothecary.
0: It's, yes, that's exactly what it is.
1: Because, uh, yeah, he also is like a doctor. Uh, it's very... It, it. They don't bother to explain it. Because you don't really need to know. You yeah. get the basic idea. Like, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because we're talking about
0: they it. They have this family business and this is how they run it.
1: Yeah. Um, let's see, is there any good business? I mean, Cho is very funny. He's just like this simpering comic relief uh servant guy
0: and there's a the whole deal with the necklace
1: uh oh yeah and so yeah that's like the next big thing so there's oh oh no. the fish market fish
0: market yeah yep.
1: the, thank you yes the fish market is yeah so this, this there's like three big set pieces i would say yeah in the movie and then it's really extremely well paced it's only like an hour hour 30 hour 40 minutes long and it there's like three big set pieces and then between those there's a few littler ones and so you got the fight at the train at the beginning and then you got the fight at the fish market uh where you've got uh the the local fishmonger i can't remember his name i can't remember i've seen this movie so many times and I'm, I'm sing is it sing?
0: t-s-e-n-g oh sing. yeah
1: yeah uh yes uh I'm I'm so terrible at remembering character names.
0: I'm, uh, I've had so many cups of tea. I am batting a thousand right now when it comes to memorization. Yeah. That is usually not the case.
1: Thank you, tea.
0: Thank you, tea. Did
1: you drink ginseng?
0: Uh, actually, there was a little ginseng in this guy. Hey, Sky there boy. we go.
1: On brand.
0: Ginseng. It wasn't a bonsai brand. <laughs> Which, one of the bits with the radish being... <laughs> <laughs> trying to play off why would you show this man a? why are you showing this man a radish being like my wife is so kind to show you radishes if you've never seen one <laughs> uh yeah they're at this fish market
1: so yeah yeah uh the uh, before uh feihung shows up uh sang is having a, a argument you know banter with the the snake lady <laughs> the local snake lady Uh, about, and, you know, he's trying to get her to learn his fighting style, but she wants to learn drunken boxing. And he's like, it's useless. And then Fei-Hung shows up, and they're like, hey, let's have an exhibition, and your fish will be on me. And they have a nice, fun fight, and it's cool. I I don't have anything else to say about that fight other than it's dope. It's very fun. Oh, and then I think the thing that's the the best about that fight is uh, after they kind of have already announced that it's a draw... Seng wants to keep fighting, and so he keeps fighting at Jackie while Jackie is just like talking to other people, picking up his stuff, and just effortlessly dodging the attacks without even trying. My
0: mom, I gotta go. Yeah, he's
1: like he doesn't he's not holding the fact that he's still fighting against him. Yeah, he doesn't mind, uh, but he's also not even trying to engage. Yeah, uh, which is very fun, fun little Jackie Chan business.
0: Because then he switches to the comedic so well. Yes.
1: I mean, and that's the thing. And like, he never loses. Every fight has a little comedic bit mm-hmm. in it that he, that he follows through. Either one or several. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, and that comes through very clearly in, in the next big thing. So, basically, we move to, uh, you as you said, stepmom's trying to sell her necklace to pay for her mahjong debts. Or something—it's never very clear because she lies all the time. It's never really she's clear. She's pawning it. Yeah, she's pawning it. She's
0: loaning it to a friend to borrow the money. Right, um,
1: but but it's never clear why.
0: Well, what she said initially it was like the because of the mahjong debt, it's why she couldn't buy more ginseng. Yeah. Um. So she's using it to buy more ginseng. To replace with the bonsai root because she said if he cooks that bonsai root he's gonna get sick. Right. Um, Which is where we get the initial like foreshadow for it. Yeah. Him. So it's they would have had the ginseng money to replace it if she didn't just lose it at mahjong. Uh, right, right. So that's why she's pawning it.
1: The the dojo is running low on money. Also, yes. also they're having money troubles. Uh, and, yeah, uh, they, she sells the, the necklace. It's the Jade emblem. Mm Uh, and Jackie runs after... You've got uh, it starts off, he's fighting with the purse, doing a bunch of business with right exactly. School, she's this always show scheming showman,
0: and the thing is.
1: And, and when she, robbing
0: the bottles
1: but also when she tell, like when she tells him to move to drug and boxing <laughs> has smacked her in the face and so she's like talking with her mouthing.
0: falling apart and yeah she takes a hit and she's not only angrier she's the
1: jaw thing is exaggerated yeah it, it's another character thing mean to this guy he's to <laughs> so hard. um and yeah and so she starts throwing him bottles of wine and then i it, just how he dances around and fights people while holding and trying to drink from the bottles is just so great like he you know he gets the one he's just chugging it she throws him two different colors and Straight he smashes John. them together and then just pours them down his face it's amazing uh the whole time fighting And never, like, not fighting.
0: Yeah. And they find a bottle with EXO on it, which only makes me assume it was, like, brandy or, like, like any of, like, the ones that could be labeled, like, VSOP.
1: I don't know what that stands for.
0: (laughs) Basically, it's... What does
1: VSOP stand for?
0: Very special order or something. Um, Okay. They're basically, like... Basically, they're like, well, that the SOP is Napoleonic, XO, I know, is something British, but basically they, like, mark both just, like, the quality and also how uh, strong it's going to yeah. be, and so she says, you know, I can't read in... The- Figured it
1: was just, like, really strong cooking
0: yeah. liquor. Yeah, well, she's like, I can't read in English, but there's an XO on it, and the XO is basically like, this is something aged and fucking strong.
1: Yeah. Uh, and and I, I'll tell you, uh, today was the first time i would watched it in the original Chinese. I uh, previously have only watched the dub. And uh, in the English dub, she says, uh, uh, what does it mean when it has a skull and crossbones on it? Which I think is uh, cartoonish, but very evocative.
0: Here we go. Um... XO can also stand in for the thing that I was telling you before, very superior old pale, which is VSOP, which is oh. in cognac. In this case, though, uh, XO means extra old. Oh. Uh, so it's been stored for at least six years, so it's just concentrating down <laughs> to its goose.
1: Yeah. going
0: uh, to nuts. <laughs> okay,
1: good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Uh, it happens it for one second in the movie.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it makes the next moment more important, actually. Because, initially, he's drunk and he's fighting well. Yeah. Then he gets the exo bottle, drinks it with two hands, really chugs it, goes overboard, yeah. and then goes into something that has clearly been a problem before.
1: Totally, yeah. And there is a... Again, this goes to how great of a physical actor Jackie Chan is, but he is able to show even the different levels of intoxication and how they affect this dude. Yeah. And, like, yeah, he's drunk while he's doing the fighting with just the regular liquor, but then once he goes into Overboard, you're like, oh, he's kind of out of control, even though he's kicking major ass, and he is whooping everyone. And, again, we can't describe this whole fight to you because you just kind of got to watch it. it. It's on Netflix. You guys can watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, But, like, it is... You can just see in his face that he is out of his Mm. mind. He just has no control over himself anymore. He's... Which is scary.
0: Three sheets to the wind. Yeah,
1: like, that's like a, that's not necessarily, like, you see the appeal of it because you see how powerful he can be, but then you're like, oh, well, no wonder it's forbidden because he, it's scary to be out of control like that. Yeah. And especially when you're such a good fighter, to be out of control is not good.
0: And then that's when...
1: And then his dad shows up. Yep. And and then he starts fighting his dad, which sucks. It's really... I mean, you know, it's great yeah. because it's a good movie. But, but it's
0: also like, it's recognize like, oh. this is your father. Yeah,
1: it's really tough. And then uh, this is like kind of the low point of the movie where he gets taken home and reprimanded and so everything, never. all of the machinations kind of fall apart at this point where, you know... At the at the restaurant, he's already found out that she was trying to sell her necklace, and then you know, yeah, uh, uh, he's mad at Fei Hong for being drunk. He's mad at her for selling a necklace. Uh, he's pissed at everybody. That's when this is when she does the the whole "I'm pregnant" thing. Yeah, that's where she brings it up as her line of defense. <laughs> She's everything- really manipulative.
0: <laughs> really manipulative and everything is calm for 0.3 seconds after yes
1: that. yeah yeah there's a once she announces that she's pregnant he kind of calms down he stops hitting his son uh and then oh someone's at the door who is it oh it's mrs chan uh and she is saying that her husband is sick because he she, he made tea with her the root
0: he only boiled half but he's still very sick yeah and Thankfully, she's not even, like, immediately accusatory. She's like, I I think somebody (coughs) tricked you. She
1: seems very chill about it. She's just like, I just wanted you to know. Like, kind of concerned for him more than she is about the It's like, maybe somebody
0: tricked you on your shit. Yeah, it's
1: interesting. Uh, And then that's when the dad just loses his mind. He, He just completely loses it. Banishes him. Disowns him. Disowns Fei Hung. Banishes him from the house. Uh, but even immediately after he banishes him, Cho goes to run after him, and Dad still corrects him about which way that he went, to prove that he still loves his son.
0: Because he's nice. Yeah, every time it's just kind of like, you're you're all deranged, you and guys, I don't know what to do. You
1: people are insane. He says that at one point, you are driving me
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I get it, man. Yeah.
0: There's so many moments where I'm like, this is, again, the Bob Belger thing where it's like, I'm in a home surrounded by maniacs. Yeah. I just want to do my job. Yeah.
1: he All he wants to do is be this affable middle-aged guy who, like, r- like lives his life, uh, and his <laughs> wife and son will not let that happen. They're just
0: maniacs.
1: Total maniacs.
0: And he gets absolutely plastered.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah, he, go, he, goes to this, out. he goes to this bar, he sings this song about, I am so sad. <laughs>
0: I tried it with the bonsai tree, it was a bad idea. It
1: really is. Like, Dad, let me come I home. wonder if it's a real song. I can't tell, because he, he tells them to play a song, and then he starts to sing. So I'm wondering if it's a real song or Maybe not.
0: Maybe it's like, play Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star, and it's like, Twinkle, and- Twinkle, I fucked up. <laughs> Like that kind of deal. exactly yeah
1: that's probably exactly what it was oh this is another moment where I'll say in the dub uh, Jackie Chan he does his own dubs mm-hmm. for English uh, and he sings that song basically the exact same lyrics uh, and he does it in English though it's very fun it's a, it's a nice little moment nice okay. uh, yeah and uh, oh and then the so the thugs catch up to him to beat beat the shit out of him uh, and now he's just too drunk to fight. He can't do anything, and they're like, "What's up? What's up with this guy? He he kicked ten of our asses all at once by himself yesterday, and today he can't even stand up straight." And uh, they 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 beat him, and then they strip him naked, and they uh, string him up over in the middle of town. Yeah, uh, it's very sad. And then he's you know and master
0: they, of drinking boxing.
1: Yeah, and they take him down, and they. Uh, uh, take him back home and uh he's this is a nice little emotional scene where he's very contrite uh because jackie Chan his face is just so expressive like even when he like he plays this depression just so real yeah even though like you know like everything's gonna be fine eventually it's like you get that he realizes the mistake that he's made yeah. and the gravity of his error and uh he's sorry for it Uh, And that's when Master Fu re-enters the picture.
0: And we learn that he is one of their greatest... uh, One of their, like, greatest officers, I believe. Yeah, he was, like, a
1: general in the army and is now kind of a freedom fighter. Yeah. He's kind of a warrior for the preservation of Chinese culture, which is dope. Yeah. I love this whole storyline.
0: Adding him in and him being, like, the spark plug for Jackie Chan's character realizing like oh this this is what I could be. Yeah
1: he's thinking about things that are more important than himself and his own problems. Yeah. And uh, so you've got mm. this really great uh, they they go to talk about the artifact in mm. this uh, like restaurant. Yeah. This two story restaurant. It's like
0: a saloon type restaurant. And
1: this is one of those things that Jackie Chan movies are so good at doing which is Subtly giving you geographical information without like being explicit about it in the setup to the scene. So, like, the scene opens and we have these sh- high up shots that are showing, oh, this is a two story thing. There's ban, you know, there's uh, what's the word I'm looking Banisters. for? Banisters and, and those sorts of things, and there's stairs. And this is where all this is. And there's then, a
0: wall with some booze. Yeah,
1: and uh, and then uh, they talk for a few minutes, and then they real then they realize uh, there's no one else in the in the restaurant anymore. And they do another cut to the high level, and you see everybody's gone. And uh, Jackie goes to the window, and these Axe Gang members jump in. Classic Axe Gang action.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, just a classic Chinese trope.
0: I'm asking you a question. Uh, I'm not. I just oh. wanted to say that. Okay,
1: cool. I thought I was actually expecting a question. No, <laughs> no questions. Uh, my question is: What do you think of this restaurant fight? Because I love it.
0: I am obsessed with this restaurant fight for multiple reasons. One, showing you absolutely everything that's going to be used in a fight ahead of time, mm-hmm. so that it's so much more surreal when it gets picked up as a weapon. Two the bamboo that yeah. it shreds itself. So then it becomes like a flail slash cage trap slash yes. battering weapon. Yeah,
1: So eventually, yeah, he's, he fights him hand to hand for a little while, yeah. but then eventually does get this, uh Yeah, it's just like a very long piece of bamboo. It's a piece of
0: bamboo banister. That
1: as he fights with it, it gets broken apart into these pieces. Because
0: bamboo actually does shred like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: And so. That's
1: how it's used in construction
0: a lot. Exactly. And so when the tips shred, it becomes a sharp flail. Yes. When the center shreds, it lets him, like, slinky it in and out. Yeah, so he. Catch arms and hands. They
1: t- he takes his shirt off and <clears throat> Master Fu ties his shirt around the end of mm-hmm. the bamboo so he can keep it together and m- use it as a staff and then move the shirt down and use it to slice people up. It's so dope.
0: It's insane.
1: It's such a great improvised weapon. Uh, it looks like it hurts like shit to get hit with. Yeah. It like shreds you. It, like Especially he does this move where he pulls the shirt down as far as it can go and then like spins the rod making the bamboo things fan out in a circle shredding everything in front yeah. of them it just looks so painful
0: it's dope and there's there, so many
1: great stunts in this
0: there are these moments in this where i'm like they had one time they had one oh, yes. time yeah like When uh, Master Fu stomps twice at the top of the staircase and brings down every dude that's currently on the staircase. Or when they're all on an awning and the awning comes down Yeah, there's a great,
1: he like dives out the window and collapses through the awning with all these other dudes. It's so good.
0: And both of them are moments where it's like, they got one.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Man, what a fucking killer fight scene.
0: It's maybe, other than that and the stuff towards the end... And, of course, the purse fight. Like, those are the three where I'm like, yeah, those are bam, the, bam, bam, delicious. Those
1: are the big set pieces that are, like, those what make the movie. Yeah. Those three things. Uh, Master Fu, unfortunately, is, is stabbed in the back, doesn't die. He's fine. Uh, and then gets shot in the chest a few times and sadly dies.
0: Yeah. And that's that's the moment where it's a catalyst for uh, Faye and Sang.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's the spur to action for yeah. those guys where they both independently decide that they're going to break... Because also during this fight, after uh, Fu was shot, they steal the emerald, uh, the jade seal back. Yeah. And uh, that... uh, Fei Hung and Sang both independently decide that they're going to break in to the embassy and steal
0: it back. Because the last thing Fu said was, don't let them
1: take it. Exactly. And I love all of this of like, yeah... Go steal that fuck! Steal your property back yeah, from these people. Yeah, steal your
0: country back. Essentially. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Like there's so much that could be read into that, and uh, so they have a fun little heist yep. independently of each other.
0: Very Benny Hill in the costume. It's very funny.
1: It's very funny. Uh, yeah, they both dress up as uh, with these pit helmets and like safari gears and things, uh, and are sneaking around the embassy. Uh, And then they get caught and imprisoned.
0: Uh, They're caught, imprisoned, and then they're just boxing in prison.
1: Well, I mean, they are being boxed at in prison. These guys, like, stand over him in a circle and just pound them.
0: And in this moment, we get to see a seriousness from his stepmom. Yeah. In that it's, we have to get him out. Yeah. And his father still caring but being forced to do a very hard thing
1: yes which is he decides he's going to sell the school uh the so that to the console so that they can own the land uh which uh sucks it's a bad thing uh and also the, this whole time there's been this whole subplot about uh the workers at the local steel. Uh, Factory for I don't know any of these words. They like
0: forge rods. It's like a forge. Yeah, they're like a they they forge steel rods.
1: Smelting factory. Yeah,
0: uh,
1: yeah. So this, uh, the workers at this factory are being worked to death and then fired for no reason. Yeah, and they decide to unionize and and uh, organize and uh, go strike back. And that organization leads Fei Hong to uh, go into the steel mill where. They are using as a front to smuggle the artifacts out of the country. Yeah, uh, and so he goes there. He's dressed in these in his a holy white outfit. Like it's just like
0: it's off the White.
1: He it is like. And again, this is all classic kung fu shit. Yeah, where like the hero has become enlightened. It's and a purity. Now, yes, breaking
0: it down to simple. It's great. No. No rich fabrics. Yeah. Everything is just. It's usually linen, so yes, it's very much exactly. like the absolute base need yeah. for clothing, and nothing extra. And it
1: also works as a contrast to the the dark English suits that he's fighting. Yeah, uh, which he's very into. He always likes to have the fight the fighters dressed in op- opposing colors, yeah. so that you can uh, tell each other apart very easily even when things
0: are quick yes. and the english shoots are also great because it's very much like the invaders yes uh the and invaders and the collaborators and so god there's something about a man just kicking at him in a suit where i'm like this is a perfect villain design yeah um uh,
1: yeah it does have the great the great kung fu archetype of the guy who kicks he kicks that's that's his thing is he kicks
0: he said my punches are deadly but he kicks he kicks
1: uh and that's uh yeah so man there's so much again yet another fight scene uh what are the big things uh you got the guy who kicks you get the fan the fan yes yeah he opens with the fan he comes in with the fan that he had been doing calligraphy on yeah and he's using the fan in the fight jackie chan loves fans if you ever watch again if you get the chance go watch my stunts jackie chan's written and directed documentary about himself and how he makes his stunts it's tremendous highly recommend it uh and he talks in in that about why he loves uh fans and how versatile they are and how uh it's an easy way to add flair and movement to a fight yeah uh it goes
0: from like it it, it plays on the very chinese notion of grace having the upper hand yes uh because there's a lot of moments in it where like there is a flair, but there's also an inherent, like, there's a deliberate softness. Yeah, it's delicate. Because it's, especially in this case, it's a fan with a poetic word, like, poetic uh, calligraphy written on it.
1: Right, it's one of...
0: Versus a chain.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, the first guy he fu- Again, good shit. Uh, eventually, he does, uh, as his clothes get fucked up... He, oh, that's what happens. First, there's, as he's fighting the kicking guy, the kicking guy kicks him onto these hot embers. And it's this insane stunt that had to, in real life, hurt so much to do.
0: Because even when you watch it in the Blipper reel, you're like, that was straight up fire.
1: Yes. He's literally, and it's not like he's walking on hot embers, he is falling onto the hot embers backwards, then he has to use his hands in the hot embers to push himself out of it and scramble out.
0: And then digging his knees and legs into it. And here's the thing, guys. Here's for like walking on fire effects. Usually when someone is able to walk on fire, the fire has been burning and sitting still for long enough that there is a layer of ash at the top that when somebody is walking across, they have a few seconds towards just ash
1: most of the time coal walking is not like and even even if it's like hot fresh coals you are spreading it along the base of your feet which are naturally tougher and more resistant to heat like uh like pain
0: yeah
1: uh so you can do it pretty fast and it's not gonna hurt you but like if you're like Digging in and shit. And you're you're disrupting like, disrupting that fresh.
0: layer of ash. That yeah. protected layer of ash. God, and you're digging uh, into the hot parts.
1: It's one of the top, most painful to watch Jackie Chan stunts, I would say. Uh, whole time. It's like, I, I'd say it's like, it's that one. It's the jump from the, <clears> in the mall in Police Story where he grabs onto the pole with all the lights on it. That also yeah. look like almost killed him like almost just stopped his heart straight up uh good good shit just so fucking dangerous and again it's one of those reasons why jackie chan is just unparalleled you know he's putting himself in these in in danger like that for the for the shot because it's a great shot um and that's when he decides to drink and he starts drinking industrial grade alcohol yeah (laughs) which is disgusting
0: It's gross, and also the way his character immediately like goes dead. Yeah, because it's just running through his veins. It like
1: kills him for a second. He like is literally like convulsing after drinking it. He goes. He's convulsing and he goes limp, and then like for like a couple minutes, they're still fighting him, and he's just taking it because he can't do anything. (laughs) <laughs> until finally it kicks in.
0: And you don't even see it until... The way they do it is brilliant. Because they could show his face, but that would almost feel ham-fisted. Yeah. So what they, what they do is they have villain's face, back of Jackie Chan. Back of Jackie Chan hits the ground. And he hits the ground in such a limp and yeah. sack of potatoes way. And then he comes up so rigidly yes. that you don't see his face. But just by the way that he pops up rigid and in fighting stands, you're yeah. like here we go. Yes. And it's not ham-fisted, it's, oh shit!
1: And then this is, he is literally like, going completely mm-hmm. into overdrive. He's skipped past all of the other levels of fighting that he we've seen up to that point. super saiyan. Yeah, he is just like, he is completely gone. Like, you look at his, you see his face a few times, and it's just, he is, his lips are purple. <laughs> he his is, eyes are
0: watering. They're
1: bloodshot. He is just fucked up beyond belief and he uh, he does this thing i love where he's fighting the kicking guy who needs a lot of distance and so what he does is he just hands at his side head chest out head forward just runs into the guy's like personal space closes the
0: gap immediately
1: puts his face like an inch away from the other guy's face and like forces him to move backwards it's so wonderful and it's like such a. It
0: almost looks superhuman. It is.
1: Like he's. It's, he is using the force of his will to uh, disarm this guy. Yeah. Which is because it, this is not how you're used to interacting with someone, even in a fight. Like you're not used to them being in your face, in your face and moving backwards yeah. like that like it's just it's so wonderful it's a very short part it. like I love that but moment but it's great
0: because there's a lot of like these short little moments where like when he spits on hot rods and like, yes. like the fire bubbles up because it's pure it's, alcohol and
1: that's yeah and he laughs and like and this this part of the movie is him alternating between being a complete giggling idiot like, like in that scene
0: playful drunk
1: to snapping back to killing machine just yeah. like pure focused death machine
0: yeah it's heli- it's whiplash turns yeah between the two
1: uh and he kicks everybody's ass
0: pretty much uh, I can't the really tell you <laughs> well sorry he kicks everybody's ass and then he coughs up some bubbles yes he kicks and then the <laughs> yes, end
1: yes and then literally credits that is the end of the movie
0: ki- fight 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 win bubble no sorry fight 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 win vomit bubble bubble <laughs> wait did he credits. I thought
1: he vomited Before
0: he vomited twice okay yeah
1: because he does vomit, and that's another great moment where he fights for a couple of seconds, then he like kind of backs off, and he
0: barfs on Yeah, he
1: punches himself and barfs on the ground, and then he's like, up and ready to go.
0: Yeah, and then <laughs> he barfs again at the end of the fight, because uh, the guy hits the ground, and you hear him going, yeah. blah, and then he barfs. I should say,
1: another fun thing that happens uh, during the course of this fight uh, a couple times, and it's really, I think, speaks to A defining ethos of Jackie Chan movies is uh, multiple times either one of his allies or one of the bad guys tries to kill one of the henchmen that he's fighting, and he saves the henchman's life. Yeah. Because he cares about... He doesn't want to kill people. He's just trying to do what's right.
0: He's the person who would look at the stormtrooper as human.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, Probably. Things aren't
0: faceless to his yeah his like
1: it's it's great like uh, I just love the moments where he, like there's a moment where he pulls the guy's foot and keeps him from getting squished and then one of the bad guys lights his henchman on fire and it's awful and he puts him out he takes the time to put him out which then makes all of the other henchmen be like alright I'm done <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore
0: I've learned where I stand yeah
1: he's a good guy it's fine eat a dick uh, yeah and so yeah and then, then he beats the shit out of a uh, kicking boy uh As he kicks. Yeah, and then vomits and then coughs up this bubble. I have no idea.
0: Two giant perfect bubbles.
1: How did he do that?
0: His mouth has been closed.
1: It's it's tremendous. Like he had to have like put a bunch of soap bubbles in his mouth, but that would be awful. But he held it. Ah.
0: and here's the thing the credit sequence is every question you've asked this. Yeah. So
1: As is the classic Jackie Chan move, and one of the things that I think makes his movies so iconic... It
0: adds a human element to it.
1: Yes, and it adds the mythos of the actor to it as Mm -hmm. well, where, you know, all of... I don't want to say every Jackie Chan movie, but most Jackie Chan movies... Even the American ones. Especially the American ones, Mm. like, have a blooper reel at the end, because Jackie Chan does his own stunt, so it's great to see the, like... That sausage getting, it's so much more fun than normal blooper reels.
0: Yeah, because it's not really like, oh, I fucked up. It's watching a human put their body through insane, almost superhuman feats of strength and kind of miss it and be like, there's an artistry in this. Yeah,
1: you're seeing, it's basically a whole, the blooper reels on Jackie Chan movies are a whole additional set piece that you want to sit through and watch.
0: It's like a tiny making of.
1: It is. It's It's great. Like every time, and and there are so many good ones, and yeah, and and there is a blooper reel. They showed the blooper for the fire thing, which is insane.
0: Because you're like, oh, that's straight up fire.
1: Yeah, it's straight up fire and embers, and then he, and then they immediately douse him with uh, fire, the fire extinguishers, signature. wet
0: towels, anything that they have on hand. It's literally everybody that was just out of frame, yeah. just immediately swarming to make sure he's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of these moments Even the guy
1: like, who was previously just kicking at him, and yeah. Yeah, so or it's yeah.
0: just like, I gotta kick, or else he's gonna be mad, because I let go Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, imagine <laughs> if he... Because, yeah, like, while he's in the embers, like, the kicking guy is, like, trying to kick him all the way through. And if he hadn't done that, and he have, would have to do it again.
0: Actors! Anyone <laughs> listening? If you're ever in a scene where someone has to do something kind of painful, I know everything in your head says, I should check if you're okay... You're gonna make them mad, because then you just wasted a painful yeah, na- moment na- that they have to do again. Exactly. Uh,
1: and then, yeah, and then they have the bubbles, uh, like a couple bloopers for the bubbles, and it's even more insane than the bubble that's in the end of it's the movie. It's like 30 bubbles! How? 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 How?
0: It how wigs me out It's every like
1: time. his head... Is one of those bubble guns.
0: Yes. How is that possible? He's even surprised by it. Cause it's literally just it's almost like too much for the final take because yeah. they wanted it to be like a bloop bloop. And this is literally. I mean, just yeah, because like
1: a... the final one is this perfect round bubble that he is able to like look at and watch, and it's very funny, and then that's the end. But like, it is like it's it's an insane amount of bubbles to come out of a human.
0: Like, how did that happen? It's bubble bubble, and then it's two shots after of these moments where he narrowly missed something in the movie, but him not missing them and then actually hitting him. And I feel like the bubble take was there to be like, all right, now you're about to see something scary. Yeah,
1: I mean, geez, Louise, <laughs> I just I was just gobsnacked by that one. That 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 I have it blows my mind.
0: This was a perfect first Jackie Chan movie. I mean,
1: it it was one of my first ones. I mean, like, I've, you know, I've loved Jackie Chan forever, and...
0: Well, my first one is obviously, because I'm 27, so it's rush hour.
1: Oh, right on. Yeah.
0: Uh, Because that was the thing when I was a kid, and it was on every VHS in the world. Um, But, like... Similarly, similarly to what I say about horror and anime, Kung Fu was another thing that was in Central America a lot of the time. Because, yeah. again... Totally. So easy to dub. Yeah. 100%. These, the, the the things that are niche, what a weird full, full circle, but the things that are niche now are, like, easily available to me because, fucking, just dub over it. Yeah. Yes. There's not a ton of dialogue in the actual fighting.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
0: and drunken master was one of the ones that i had seen in spanish and i i was telling you it had a mini band in my house yeah for about uh, a month uh (laughs) because my siblings and i specifically my brothers would get very punchy after watching it and we watched it on a vacation in a cabin and my parents went out to get groceries and they came back and it was like as if someone just took a bat to everything Everything in that cabin that was on a wall was no longer on a wall. (laughs) Everything was on the ground. And they just saw the Drunken Master tape in the VHS and they're just like, that's it! (laughs) (laughs) You can't have this anymore. It makes you too hype.
1: Right. Uh, Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Check your man.
0: I'm so excited for the Jackie Chan month.
1: Yeah, I, I I love talking as as has been obvious mm-hmm. for the last hour or so. I I love talking about Jackie Chan, so I'm into it. What are we going to do for the
0: next
1: one? Uh, I'm thinking Rumble in the Bronx. I'm thinking
0: Rumble in the Bronx next
1: week. That's that that might be my favorite Jackie Chan movie.
0: For me, it's either Rumble in the Bronx, Rumble in the Bronx, or Police Story.
1: Uh, Police Story is also great. I mean, like it's tough to choose a favorite. Like yeah. I would, my top two are definitely Legend of Drunken Master. And Rumble in the Bronx. But Police Story is also, like, equally as good as those two. Yeah. It's just all about personal preference and which ones I've seen the most. I, I weirdly haven't seen Police Story as much as the others. I've seen it uh, several times, but, yeah. yeah. I, watched. I watched uh, Legend of Drunken Master all the time. It's a great movie. Can
0: watch it again later. I did the same thing with Scanner Darkly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Where, like, pretty much as soon as you went home... I like got to work, I sat in bed, and I was like, you know what?
1: Yeah, good movie.
0: Why not? I'm probably going to do this again. Uh, so,
1: cool. yeah, so next week, Rumble in the Bronx. Rumble in the Bronx. Great movie.
0: I'm super psyched.
1: Uh, yeah, and uh, let's see. Do we have any other announcements to make for the people?
0: None as of yet.
1: None as of yet.
0: But we should thank our marvelous artists. Oh,
1: of course, yes.
0: Um, guys, if you can, please, for the love of God, check out Jorge Riverall's work. He made our logo. He made yes. a, the Night Church poster that looks like a return of the Living Dead poster Totally, Jorge is an incredible artist by his shit yeah this is a terrible terrible world to be an artist in it is support that man yes
1: most definitely and uh, same goes for Luke Ventress yeah. uh, he is uh, he's a local artist in Indianapolis if anybody's in Indianapolis uh, check out his work at healer. Uh, and also, uh, I, I think some of his music is still online, if you want to, if you want to try and find that out. Uh, but yeah, he, he wrote a really wonderful theme song for us, so send some love his way. It slaps. Uh, it does slap. It slaps and fucks. Um, so, yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at hi there hi Dar, uh, and you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LowComPhenom.
0: You can find me on all forms of social media under at Ness Gritton and every Thursday uh, on LRA Network at LRA Nation, 1030 Eastern, uh, 730 Pacific. And if you don't have cable, our entire first season will, um, it currently is, and we're going to be updating as we go along on iTunes.
1: Hey, all right. So we're
0: on iTunes. You can buy episodes of my show. Buy episodes of my show. Please. Yeah, do it. Please make sure I have a job. Please. Yes. Please help me. Okay. help uh yes <laughs> that's pretty much anybody that works as an artist now help help please
1: <laughs> yes so
0: thank you guys so much for listening super excited to talk more about uncle jackie
1: yeah uh, and please remember to uh review and subscribe on itunes it
0: keeps us alive it, literally we're hooked up to a machine
1: it's true uh it's just like saw and if you don't want jigsaw to kill us uh leave us a review and then we'll uh read that review on the air
0: If they if we don't have five new reviews by next month, I will literally have to eat Olivia's arm. Oh
1: man, I want I want to keep my arm.
0: But I'm gonna have to eat it if you don't review. I need
1: them, so review the episode.
0: Yeah. All right, you love me. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye.